This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Evolve by Erica, the podcast. We are here to talk about all things spirituality, meditation, 5D, spiritual awakening, and beyond. I'm so excited you're here. Come on in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about something exciting, evidence of growth on the spiritual journey. There are moments, and I know you guys have experienced this too, where you sit back and you're like, OMG, Erica, look at you go. You would have responded or reacted this way. You would have chosen so differently in the past and look at what your higher self has chosen for you here. And those moments are just so cool because we recognize that the work is freaking working. We recognize that the time we spend waking up in the morning, tuning into meditation, getting up earlier than we want to, setting time aside, to energetically clear and take care of ourselves is getting us somewhere. And in those moments, we're shifting the trajectory of where we're going. The clarity that we gain through the spiritual process and through our practices, it gives us the clarity to choose what is best for us and all. And what a beautiful thing that is. I get so excited and so fired up about that because we are literally changing the trajectory of our life by making time for ourselves and by having our meditation practice. How incredible is that? So I put together a list of some ways and evidence of growth on the spiritual journey. And I want you to be reflective and you could check off in your mind ones that you've experienced and maybe even like circle in your mind places that you want to continue to grow in. And this is a never-ending journey. So we're constantly growing. We're constantly evolving. So let's get into it. The first one, how you respond to triggers. So you know what it feels like, I'm sure, to be triggered. Sometimes you feel an elevated heart rate. Sometimes your palms get sweaty. You want to be super reactive. You want to respond from a place of a wound and maybe get dirty and muddy and just say that little spicy comment that will just be a little zing right back. But we don't do that. (laughs) We've done a lot of work so that we never have to do that. You're able to take that trigger and ground yourself and see past it. You're able to see that there is a greater plan. You're able to see it almost as a learning opportunity. And that's what I love most about triggers. When I'm triggered or when something is bringing up an emotion of fear, of um scarcity, of lack, of competition, of comparison, I'm able to say, ooh, Erica, this is somewhere that you need to grow because what you're feeling and experiencing, those are in high frequency energies and you know how to align to 5D and you know that only love exists and you know how to transmute energy. So how can you take this experience and learn a little bit more about what you have to heal within you? And 
it changes everything. So the way in which we respond to triggers, I think that is such evidence of the growth that we have done on this spiritual journey. The next one, the way you react when someone else is expressing very intense energy. So if someone's coming at you, whether they're yelling at you, screaming at you, um, passive aggressive, uh, little comments that are meant to maybe trigger you a bit. How are you responding to them? And the way that you react to them is where we really see our growth from this practice. Are we able to take a long, deep breath and respond from a place of love, compassion, understanding, being the bigger person and trying to transmute that energy into something positive? Or are we trying to play on their level and give it right back to them. And that other person might not be aware of what they're doing or conscious of what they're doing or even intentionally doing it. So I don't want it to sound like that. I think sometimes language is limiting when we're talking about energy, but we are alchemists and that's our evidence of growth where we're able to take something that is unpleasant, that is a low frequency, that's being pushed and thrown at us, like splattering this negative energy on us, take it and be able to transmute it and put it back out into the world with something of love, even if it came in as hate or disruption. Another place that we can really see evidence of our spiritual growth. The next one, the way you act and move through your relationships. I actually want to do a whole podcast on this with Vinny because my relationship with him, I mean, I think anyone would say it's always been great, but how it has evolved after I've done so much inner healing work is incredible. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, how I actually know someone who um, ended their relationship, got divorced, and then after starting the healing journey, they were able to get back together because the work we do really does affect the other people around us. So evidence of growth on the spiritual journey is being in the relationship and honoring the other person in the relationship, removing your ego and knowing that a relationship is for two people. It's not just all about you. <laughs> and this is what I've learned too. It's not all about me. And being able to act and move from a place of love that's not just for you, but for the both of you and for the highest good. And we can really see evidence of that in our choices, the choices we make in our most intimate relationships. And it doesn't have to be with a partner. It could be with a mother, a brother, a sister, a cousin, a best friend, a colleague. But it's how you start to have deeper empathy, deeper compassion for others in your life and act from that space where it's more for everyone and not just for us. Everything coming more from a place of love, the highest good for you and for all. Another space that we could really see evidence of growth on this spiritual journey is things that have triggered you or given you anxiety in the past no longer do. Every time I'm on the Long Island Railroad, which isn't very often because I don't love it, but I will tell you, um, at one point, I couldn't really go on there without having a panic attack or anxiety sitting on there, being able to play my mantra in my ear and not be triggered. It's like, wow, look at this growth. Starting to be able to do things that once gave you anxiety and now having the tools 
to be able to move through that is such evidence of growth. So where in your life in the past, what may you not have been able to do comfortably that now you can do comfortably? Now you can do from this space of feeling more empowered, more safe, knowing you have the tools to get through that. Another really big place where we see evidence of growth is knowing what's best for you and being able to choose that rather than give in to temptations. So it could be something as simple as pressing snooze and not waking up for your morning meditation. You know what's best for you. You know what you have to do and you're able to have, I want to say discipline, but have that it's almost more like being able to play the tape forward. Do you know what I mean? Having more of an objective view. Like, okay, Erica, if you don't wake up right now and meditate, what will your day be like? What will it look like versus how it would be if you do get up and meditate? Or it could be with consumption, what we're consuming, whether it be food or alcohol or media or movies, whatever it may be. Being able to know and honor what works for you and what doesn't. And what helps you to feel more most aligned and what will drain your energy or take away from your energy. And eventually this stuff starts to become very, very, very clear. For example, um, I, I can't watch really intense movies anymore. And I know that if I do, I'm going to have a lot of energetic clearing and realigning to do. So just kn- knowing your limits and being able to honor them. I think that is such evidence of growing on this spiritual journey, being able to observe, okay, what is work? And guess what? What doesn't work for you might be fine for someone else and respecting it for someone else, definitely evidence of growth, being able to respect it for someone else, but just know and understand that it's something that you are choosing not to do because it doesn't serve you. More evidence of growth on the spiritual journey is less judgment of others and more compassion and understanding. And I want to add on to that because I think being less opinionated and more open-minded and accepting of other people's differences is part of this too. We're in such a polarized society right now, such a, so divisive. And to be able to understand again that everyone's opinion, passions, is based on their own life experience. Like, why do we ever think we have the right to convince anyone of anything (laughs) or judge someone for having an opinion or a preference that they do? When we're able to look at something in the past that we may have judged, we may have looked at as if it was mm, not in alignment with us and our beliefs, but understanding and having compassion that we're all allowed to be different. And that's what makes the world the world that we live in, that we're all able to have our own very strong opinions and beliefs, but respect, have respect for other people whose opinions don't align with ours. Like I think we need to normalize that (laughs) and letting go of the judgment and leaning more into compassion and understanding. I think that's huge. Something else that's been really coming up that I think is evidence of growth on the spiritual journey is staying flexible, not only in the body, but in the mind. So Taking time 
to reflect, and this is something that I've been doing lately, just looking at some things that have been part of me for so long and questioning, does this still serve me? Does this serve me? It did for a while. Am I attached to the label or the idea or the thought of it? Or does this actually serve me. And I think that is so important to constantly be reassessing and having check-ins with ourselves, almost like an energy checkup. We go to holistic doctors or dentists and we go and get these checkups, but are you checking in with yourself? Are you checking in with the habits that you have? Are you checking in? Are you checking in with the daily habits that you have? Are you checking in with the food that you eat, the places you go? Are you checking in to make sure that you're not just living habitually? But you are living intentionally, consciously, because as humans, we are creatures of habit and we can just kind of get into the routines of this is what I do. This is what I've always done. This is what has always served me. But checking in with yourself and asking yourself, does this still continue to serve me? Is this serving me? Is there something else I need to bring in? Is there something I need to release? I think that's really how we can not, we're not only showing growth, but how we can continue to grow and evolve on this journey. And I think that goes with not holding your opinion so deeply and holding on to them so tightly, but always coming back and revisiting them and realigning what is best for us in this present moment. And that can be ever changing. So those are a few things that I feel are such moments to celebrate evidence that you're growing on this spiritual journey. And maybe some things you I've said today, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I've experienced this. Maybe you haven't experienced any of this yet. And that's so exciting because you're here for a reason. And this is probably the beginning for you. Maybe there are some things on the list that you're thinking, wow, I really need to still work on. And this space this journey that we're doing together is all about continuing to grow into our best selves. So please, today, as we conclude this podcast, I want you to honor yourself, all the growth that has already taken place, all of the life experiences that has led you to this moment you're in right now, and allow yourself to feel so excited for the learning, the unlearning, the evolving that is that has yet to come. So thank you so much for being here. This one was really short and sweet, but I thought it was something powerful to focus on and share. I'm always so grateful to get my mic out, put my computer on, press record and connect with you guys in this way. Please let me know. I want to hear more from you on this topic because I'm just like a really big nerd when it comes to healing. And I want to know what other ways, what other evidence do you have of healing in your life? So if you would like to drop it in the comments on this trailer on Instagram, you can, if you prefer to DM me or email me privately, I would just love to hear and share. But before we go, there's one really important one that I haven't shared yet that I think is important. And it is seeing yourself release the habits, the behaviors, maybe the addictions that have lived in your family line and seeing you break that and clear that for yourself and for those who will follow. And that's one of the biggest things that we can do, changes the trajectory of our lineage and 
what a thing to celebrate. So I want to end on that one because that is a really big one. And that could be with alcohol. It could be with drugs. It could be with um, incessant worrying. It could be with anxiety, anxious thoughts, whatever it could be, negative thinking. Nothing is too small to celebrate because this is really deep work that we're doing. So allow yourself to honor where you are, all that you have healed, and all that's to still heal within you because this is what the journey is all about. And we're so grateful and lucky to have this practice in this community as a space to do it together and to come feeling open about the healing that needs to take place while honoring all the healing that's already occurred. So thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed this. I want to hear from you about this topic. So feel free to reach out any way you feel best. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam. <laughs>